G'day, it's Phil Edwards, Vision CEO here, with a quick invitation to become part of this amazing beacon of hope called Vision. Together we can put our love into action to help people of all kinds build or rebuild their lives on the truth of God. Please consider the part you can play during our upcoming Visionathon appeal, remembering that it's your support that makes Vision possible, including this podcast. Life, culture and current events from a biblical perspective. 2020 with Neil Johnson on Vision. Life, culture and current events from a biblical perspective. 2020 on Vision. You might have heard of the amazing Christian youth organization called Youth with a Mission or YWAM. They're operating in centers in 180 nations. Their heartbeat is for young people to make a difference in their world. One of the huge dimensions of YWAM is in their medical ships and they're rolling out programs for health services right now in Papua New Guinea at the invitation of the Papua New Guinea Prime Minister. Nick Papamichael is an ambassador for YWAM ships and he's just back from PNG joining us. Hello, Nick. Welcome along to 2020. Oh, Neil, it's wonderful to speak to you. It's a pleasure to be on the radio with you. Hey, Nick, uh, a new YWAM ships base in Madang in Papua New Guinea. How big a deal is this? Oh, Neil, this is historical. Um, YWAM has been working in Papua New Guinea for many years now, um, and we've established a base in Port Moresby, where one of our ships is working from. But we've also been focused on... um, the uh, eastern side of, um, uh, uh, of Papua New Guinea. And uh, just recently, the Lord has blessed us with this wonderful opportunity where we've been able to um, obtain a large base at, um, which also has a wharf. Now, the wharf is uh, monumental because the wharf will allow our ship to come up and be uh, moored, uh, which will be able to refit her and uh, get her working. Um, In this facility, we've got a large warehouse space, which we'll be using uh, for multiple uh, requirements. Uh, And we've also got staff housing um, uh, available to us now. So this space going going, uh, in the future will be a real impact to that whole region from Alatau all the way up to uh, Wewak. So, Nick, you've got this wharf. You're going to be able to dock your ship there. And there's also connection uh, between the ship and your semi-trailer. You've got a dental semi-trailer, so you've got the the sea operations and the land base operation. Yes, that's correct. Now, that semi-trailer that you're referring to, uh, that's uh, currently at our um, uh, Port Moresby site. Now, that site at Port Moresby is maintained and managed from our Townsville base, uh, which is Wellram Townsville. The Medane base is going to be managed from our Kona base in Hawaii. What's going to be uh, historical uh, for the Medane site, um, we have just uh, been working and pioneering a new Bible translation unit with the Bible Society and other partners where we're going to be able to... um, uh, change the Bible or record the Bible in 30 different dialects. Um, This will be recorded digitally 
which will then be able to roll out on a platform uh, right across the whole uh, area of Papua New Guinea. And uh, 30 different tribes are able to listen to the Bible in their dialect. Now, if anyone was wondering um, why is this so special or monumental, um, Papua New Guinea runs 930 dialects. People don't realise that in this one culture, there is 930 different ways to speak uh, Tisak or Pidgin. Um, but these 30 we've uh, focused on because uh, they're the most easiest to uh, communicate uh, the Word of God uh, to these people. So 900 dialects, and uh, we'll all know that while you've got your medical ship, uh, this is a part of who YWAM is, taking the gospel message and uh, even supporting those Bible translation programs for all those different dialects. Hey, the fact that you're able to use your medical ship uh, to go around the coastline, something like 5,000 kilometres of coastline, it's a huge coastline on Papua New Guinea. Yeah, it's ginormous, Neil. Um, and we're just changing so many lives. And we've got so many projects in the pipeline that's going to spur on um, uh, for what we're doing. Now, uh, we also believe in not just reaching people's hearts spiritually and changing the culture, but we also believe in real tangible aspects, aspects that can uh, change a person's life for their health and also for their education. Now, I'll briefly talk on two aspects that we're focused on um, uh, pioneering and, uh, um, and bringing into focus in the early next year. YWAM has been uh, working with a group of uh, scientists and we've been working on pioneering this uh, device called an FAD, a FAD. Now, a FAD is a, um, is a device that we deploy uh, in the ocean uh, it's lowered to the ocean floor and the fad is suspended from a rope which is hung by a buoy um, and this uh, rope or this fad attracts smaller fish to create a habitat. Then the larger fish out in the ocean get attracted into uh, feed on the smaller fish. What we're doing is cre creating a sustainable food chain um, for the locals up and down the coast of, um, of Alatau, where currently these fishermen are having to go into very deep waters, into five miles plus, risking their lives to catch protein to bring back to the shores to feed, the, feed their villages. We knew and we could see that this was an ongoing problem, so we've been pioneering to develop these devices, which we will be rolling out next year, uh, and quite a lot of them, which will be able to attract the fish to come close to shore. This will do two things. It will give them a sustainable food chain and will also allow them to catch and sell the food, giving them a means of uh, finances. What a great innovation, Nick. And to be able to form a fish habitat and create a sustainable food chain, uh, it really is, as you say, a practical way of not just bringing a message of the gospel, but actually also supporting the local communities. Correct, correct. And that's one project now. And I'll briefly uh, share a second one that we're really excited about. And this ties up with... Uh, the gospel, turning it into a, uh, a digital format. 
We've been working on this uh, new technology, which is on an SSD drive, a, a solid state drive, which holds data. But we've been able to engineer it to take a lot of uh, terabytes. Now, what we've been doing is we've been working on a, uh, a solar powered device that turns into a hotspot. A hotspot is an electronic device that you can tap your mobile phone into via Wi-Fi and download data. Now, the gospel message, once, it's re once the Bible is recorded in a digital format, we will be loading it up on these um, SSD drives. But furthermore, we're also focused on education. And so what we're going to be doing as well is loading up a current um, curriculum, education uh, teaching, that uh, this will be loaded into these systems. And then the teachers will be able to hand out uh, tablets, iPads, which they will be able to download a modern curriculum to be able to teach their students. We're now taking the students of Papua New Guinea into a modern teaching format. And we're so excited about that. So that's teaching, not just Bible teaching, but that's actually a curriculum for careers. Correct. You, that's correct. And we will also be putting uh, Bible teaching formats on that device as well. Uh, those who are, because YWAM has a lot of teaching curriculum, um, loads of it. Uh, so we'll be loading that up, but we'll also be putting um, platforms and messages on there. So this device will be a hotspot. Just not just for the spiritual well-being uh, of the of the uh, people in the villages, but also for the education of uh, new students rising up. So the opportunities for the rollout of these devices that you're talking about are absolutely almost endless. I imagine that you're probably scratching your head saying, how are we going to get enough volunteers to actually make all this work? Now, give us some insight here into how YWAM works and how listeners today might be able to connect with and even be a part of these programs rolling these things out throughout Papua New Guinea. Excellent question, Neil. You've, you've nailed it in one. Okay. Uh, firstly, you do not need to be a staff member or have done any special training to get involved with an outreach. Uh, the outreach is going forward. They will be run for two weeks. So each outreach will be on a two-week basis because we know that uh, uh, there are people inspired to get involved, and, but they can only take limited time off from work. So we focus this outreach for every two weeks where we'll be able to bring people uh, uh, to our bases and then they can get involved in practical ways in uh, working with this or if they've got some sort of medical background, they can get involved in a medical outreach. So the first step is to come on board as a, uh, as a uh, volunteer and do a two-week outreach. So you, someone, you don't even have to have done your discipleship training program to be a part of those. That's correct. And we've been working, we've been doing this now for a few years and they've been extremely successful. We get, we get professional uh, uh, medical people from all over the world, especially from Australia, wanting to get involved um, and help uh, the people of Papua New Guinea with a practical means of uh, medical aid. We've also been able to pioneer um, with the country of Israel. Israel's very focused on what YWAM is doing in uh, Papua New Guinea, and they've been sending out special specialist eye surgeons to help 
pioneer cataract uh, uh, operation. So we've seen a lot of uh, people coming on our ships with uh, uh, cataracts who are technically blind and undergoing surgery performed by the Israelis and going out with perfect vision. It's amazing to see this take place. So for medical ships, uh, there's opportunities there for nurses, midwives, doctors, educators, optometrists, dentists, dental assistants, small boat drivers, and those who have a heart for community development, but general volunteers across all of these different areas you're talking about. And as you say, some people volunteer because they take a holiday to do that. Uh, Others take a gap year. Uh, sometimes Correct. school leavers before they go on to university. Is that a popular uptake for young people in YWAM doing a gap year? Oh, yes, definitely. We've seen uh, people come on board for up to six months to even a year. Uh, this is not uncommon. Um, then the other aspect is if someone is inspired or uh, they've got a calling on their lives to do missions, uh, the next step is to get involved uh, in doing a, DT, a DTF, a discipleship training school. Um, I normally uh, suggest it's like a greenhouse experience, like a glasshouse experience, where you come on, you come on base, you have this wonderful relationship, um, uh, touch the Father heart of God, and, and get to know Him personally in this, uh, in a perfect ideal situation. And you are, you're changed. I did my DTS. Um, uh, back when I was 22, and it really was a ch- um, a life changing experience for me. That put myself, it put me on the uh, straight and narrow, so to speak. Well, Nick, a yeah. great breakthrough. A YWAM ships base in Madang in Papua New Guinea, and uh, tremendous initiatives. Uh, with the fish habitat and the hard drives, just amazing. Let me connect people to you. You can be connected to Nick Papamichael. Here's the website, ywamshipskona.org. That's ywam, Y-W-A-M, ships, Kona, K-O-N-A, dot org. And Nick Papamichael is an ambassador for YWAM Ships. Nick, thanks so much for a great update on all these new initiatives your YWAM ship space in Madang, that fish habitat, and also those hard drive facilities. Thanks so much for joining us today on 2020. Thank you, Neil. Thanks for taking time to listen to this audio on demand from Vision Christian Media. To find out more about us, go to vision.org.au. Thanks for taking time to listen to this audio on demand from Vision Christian Media. To find out more about us, go to vision.org.au.